Before Sarah discovered chumbacasino.com, she enjoyed chamomile tea. Come on, big jackpot. And being in PJs by six. Let's go. The new fun Sarah often thinks about the old boring Sarah and wonders if that Sarah ever really existed. Chumba Casino has over a hundred casino style games. So join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. No purchase necessary. We were created by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so thank you for tuning in to Chumba the Bit. Kyle Edwards, of course. Now, we had a, I guess, monumental decision that was made in college football that I will talk about in this episode and has to deal with the uh, college football playoff format now this is something that should have been done years ago but the fact that they reached that point now it is a big 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 W for college football I'll go into the many reasons why it is in this episode and I guess I'll touch on some things that could potentially be an issue. But for me, there aren't that many. And I have seen some people that have come out against the decision that was made. And I think some of the arguments are, I don't want to say they're foolish, but they don't make any sense to me. So I'll talk about some of that as well. But um, yeah, so by the end of this episode... I'll fill you in on the format, and then, you, of course, you can let me know what you think about it, if you're a fan of it or not. And hopefully, if you're not, you come up with better decisions, well, better reasons than what I'm about to give you on this episode. But um, let's go ahead, get into it, not waste, some, not waste any more of your time. All right, so what happened was that finally, college football has expanded the playoff. If you know went from BCS system which was broken to the playoffs a few years ago I was happy for it but they only went four teams which didn't seem sufficient enough to me especially when you had five power conferences so the 14 playoff played out for a few years but now uh, as of well Friday the what was it the commissioners of the you know for the conferences they had a meeting on Friday voted on the 12 team playoff and voted unanimously for it so we're getting a 12 team playoff the question of course was when are we going to get it because it was up to me I'd implement I'd implement it this season but that's ridiculous because the season has already started so realistically I was thinking well if you're going to vote unanimous, unanimously for it, don't know why that word's tripping me up, but why not get it implemented, I guess, for next season? You know, it seems like something that shouldn't be that hard to figure out, especially since this meeting came out of nowhere on Friday where they voted for it. And we saw them kind of make decisions on the fly during the COVID season where some you know schools had to like suspend their season other schools were finding opponents like same week of the game and all that but I guess with something like this 
where you're now dealing with bowl games and all that that are going to be affected or somehow worked into the system, you'll probably need to take a little bit, of, little bit of time. So we heard it was approved, and we would see it by 2026. That didn't do it for me. There's no way that we can wait that long to implement this. That's not going to fly. But then they said it could be as early as 2024. I can live with that. That's realistic to me. Because like I said, this season's already started, so you throw this one out the window. Maybe it's something where they agree upon kind of a structure of it, but they don't do it next year because maybe they think they'd be rushing the changes. So 2024, I can live with that. So that's going to be the next pe- the next piece is when they actually announce when it gets implemented and if it's if they say any year other than 2024 and it's not next season 2023 then i think they dropped the ball again on this but looking at the 12 team playoff this is the format that they've told us about so what they've told us is you're going to get the six highest ranked conference champions right there that's a w because what does that mean that means one The Pac-12 will actually be represented now because as we know, Pac-12 usually has no shot of making the playoffs season in and season out. Now, unfortunately, this didn't happen sooner. Maybe this would have stopped USC and UCLA from moving to the Big Ten, but they can't go back now. Now, I do wonder, does this stop the potential changes that that could have happened to the Pac-12 to the Pac-12 where uh, Arizona, I think Arizona State, Utah, and I want to say Colorado maybe were looked at as the next. No, actually no. Let me let me stop that. Oregon and Washington, I think was the next move out of the Pac-12. Those two, I believe, were going to go to the Big Ten. Now, I think for those two, they probably applied to the Big Ten already. I'd have to check that, but we'll talk about that on a different episode. So that move might happen anyway. But now, the, those other schools that I was mentioning, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah, I think those are the next four after the Oregon and Washington move. Those teams are looking to move, I think, to the Big 12. So does this decision now make those teams stop and realize maybe they now have an easier path to the playoff just sticking it out in the in the pack 12 so maybe this stops that move but um pack 12 will now be represented no matter what and probably the biggest part of this decision that is the biggest w that now means the top-ranked champion of a group of five conference outside of the Power Five, they have to be represented because they would represent the sixth conference champion. And that's a W right there. My whole thing has been with the college playoff system. You have to create opportunities for teams that's that aren't in the Power Five because you can't, you know, punish those schools for well I guess let me see you can't punish those schools and not give them a chance at a national championship just because they're not 
sitting at the big boys table with the power five. That's not fair. Yes, one of those group of five teams may never reach a title game. I don't care. You just have to give them a shot to make it. And that helps those schools when it comes to recruiting. Because now I got to think of a team in the group of group of five right now. Because Cincinnati used to be that, but Cincinnati's moving to the Big 12 next season. Uh, but let's say, throw a team out there, Memphis. Uh, Memphis is currently in the AAC conference, which is a group of five conference. So now Memphis can go route recruiting and say, hey, we're the best. We have the best team right now outside of the power five, which means we'll be a playoff team. So you come on, yeah, we'll play bigger schools. Maybe we lose, maybe we don't. But you could be a starter on our team, make the playoff, and actually play. Or you could go to Michigan. Michigan State, Alabama, Georgia. Be a third-string guy, not really play. Up to you. Now, some recruits would probably still take Alabama and them over Memphis, but it might make some recruits actually think about going to a group of five school. Now, I understand group of five schools are getting recruits, obviously, because they are putting football teams out there, but maybe it can create competitive balance. Well, more of a comparative balance, competitive balance, create some more parity by allowing more teams in. And I'm using the word parity competitive balance because I have seen Nick Saban, head coach of Alabama, has been going around doing shows and stuff, and he's been talking about he's all about competitive balance. Well, sorry to let Nick Saban and some of you college football fans know this, but there hasn't been competitive balance or parity in college football in a while. Most seasons, I could sit here, make college football playoff predictions, and probably get all four teams correct. Because I would say Alabama, good chance that's happening. Georgia, good chance that's happening. Ohio State, good chance that's happening. And then most years, when it comes to the fourth team, it's either going to be Clemson, and Clemson gets it automatically if they have a normal Clemson season. But if they fall off, you're looking Notre Dame, Michigan, Texas A&M. That's about it. You've got like 200-something college football programs, and those are the only teams with legit chances to make a playoff. There's a problem there. So now, like I said, you've opened it up. You have 12. Yes, I, I understand. When you have 12 teams... They'll probably mostly be SEC Big Ten. I get it. But that's not, that hasn't been my problem. I don't have a problem with, I guess, Blue Bloods making up the playoff. It's just, I'd rather see more of them involved. You can't tell me that you wouldn't turn on a game in late, I don't know, January or whenever this would happen and see. Michigan playing Oklahoma in a playoff game. Who wouldn't tune in for that? I'll wait. Everybody would. 
And an underlining effect to this playoff is what we've been seeing the past couple of years is when top prospects who they already know they're probably a first round pick in the NFL, a lot of them aren't wasting their time and playing in bowl games that don't mean anything in terms of a playoff. We saw it last year. Kenny Pickett, he sat out. And I believe Pittsburgh was in a prominent bowl last year. It just wasn't uh, one of the semifinals, so he sat out. We've had players sit out the Rose Bowl. Now, college football enthusiasts will, will you know, go on and on about how the Rose Bowl is one of the best bowl games out there. Well, when it's not involved with the playoff, it's not one of the semifinal sites, players, they didn't care about the Rose Bowl anymore. So now, 12-team playoff, you can work those prominent bowls into the playoff system, and now that gives you something to watch. Or if they're outside of the bowl system, it's at least more important games later on in the season that people want to watch. To be honest with you, in terms of bowl games, I wouldn't really watch any of them until the New Year's Six. Then they might get my interest based off of who's playing who in those games. But definitely the semifinal games, yeah, I'll tune in for that because you understand there's something on the line there. So that's where this comes into play, where this is a decision that needed to be made. Then, building off of that, if you take a look at most weeks in college football, there's usually like one or two games that really deserve your attention. Unless you're a fan of whatever school, that game you would watch because you're a fan of that team. But... Yeah, most weeks, unless it's a matchup between, like, two top 15 ranked teams, maybe you'll catch the highlights of some of them. So, I think with this, with more teams being included, more teams that are now in the hunt, because you have 12-team playoffs, now the top, like, 15, 16 teams you're really paying attention to. Because if you're team number 15... There's a chance that if, you know, 10, 11, 12 lose their game, maybe you move into the playoff. That creates more intrigue. That means more meaningful games throughout the season. And that's been a major problem with college football. Now, the people who love college football tell you that's not a problem. Oh, college football. Blah, blah, blah. That's been a problem for years now. Because when you look at college football now, you basically can boil down the regular season of college football to a few games the sec championship because that's usually like alabama georgia i would say the iron bowl which is alabama auburn that's when auburn is having a good year past couple years not so much um i cannot remember the name they give but ohio state michigan and that's about well. I think Clem, does Clemson play Notre Dame every year? Maybe Clemson, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Michigan, and Notre Dame USC. That's about it. That's six games out of what, twelve games slate, 
like 200 calls. That's that's ridiculous. So now more and more meaningful games, which college football fans should want. And and I think that's going to be the biggest effect on this. Now, something I do want to see is hopefully now with the 12 team playoff and the emphasis on, you know, conference champions and that kind of thing. Will it force schools to schedule better where, you know, when it was just four, a lot of teams were afraid to lose a game because they felt like it knocked them out of contention. But now with 12, you're going to see two lost teams. Maybe the occasional three lost team now make the playoff. And trust me, once when a when the first three lost team makes the playoff, and they're not Alabama or Michigan or Georgia, you're going to start hearing a lot of people start talking about how this system, you know, isn't working because you're letting mediocrity in. Trust me, ignore those people. They're just going to be against this no matter what. But the only way I see this as a problem is if you start seeing like seven and five conference champions making it in. To be honest with you, I don't see where that's happened or where that's going to happen so I'm not even worried about it but um, yeah so this I think will slow down conference realignment somewhat some teams are going to look to move on anyway and I said this weeks ago that if this is something that if they implemented 12 teams back when they first went to a playoff format I guarantee you a lot of this conference realignment would not have happened. We would still have a respectable Pac-12, which I said over the course of the past few years, the Pac-12, you might as well call that a group of five conference in the college football playoff committee's eye. You you basically can call Pac-12 a group of five league. Big 12 Big 12 was more respected than the Pac-12, but I think the Big 12 was was slowly getting to the point where they're going to be on the Pac-12 level, especially with Texas and Oklahoma leaving, and I think that happens next season. That, I can guarantee you, that never would have happened if this playoff system was in place. The ACC, I mean, it's seen as the third best league, I think, right now. But the gap between the Big Ten, SEC, and the ACC was continuing to grow year by year. Maybe this helps, you know, because we're starting to hear rumors of top teams in the ACC wanting to leave and join the Big Ten and SEC. And if that happened, college football would have had a serious problem. But keep backtracking. If this was implemented, I guarantee you the Big East would still be a thing. And once again, you'd have legit parity across college football. So this puts, I guess, a sizable band-aid on issues with college football. It does not fix everything. Don't get me wrong. College football still has a problem with NIL because they're going to have to figure out a way to relegate that. Otherwise, you know, big name schools are just going to 
be able to offer more NIL money to recruits, and that's going to be their way to have an advantage. I don't know what they'll do about that. I don't know, time to try to dive into that on this episode. But that's probably, that's going to be something they're going to have to address down the line. But for right now, this college football system is perfect. Well, not, I'm, let me back, I'm not going to say it's perfect. It's better than where we are. And the fact that they threw in there where at least a group of five conference champions going to get into the playoff, I am, I'm completely happy with that. Um, I guess the last thing about the format is so the way the 12 is going to work is one through four will get a bye week fine that's an emphasis on being highly ranked as a conference champion so conference championships aren't going to lose their importance where some of the people who are detractors of this playoff system talking about you know watering down the regular season conference championships not meaning anything it's a dumb argument so they're getting rewarded with a bye week. Um, teams five through eight will host a playoff game against teams nine through twelve at their home site. So that's a win for those schools and in the student section, those fan bases will get a playoff game at home. Love that. Now beyond that, I believe they go to neutral site. Not sure. Although I think if they're going to do home sites for, you know, five through 12, you might as well just give one through four in their first playoff game, give them a home game. And then from there, you go neutral site for the final four. That's I'm guessing that's probably what's going to happen. I don't think I've heard what's going to happen with one through four when they play their first game. Oh, it says quarterfinals and semifinals will be played in bowl games on a rotating basis. The championship game will be at neutral site. Okay, I'm, I don't think that's that big of a deal. I'm assuming they'll probably use bowl games that are close to the home stadiums for seeds one through four anyway. So they'll be glorified home games that way. So yeah, I don't have a problem with that. So yeah, that makes sense to me. But um. But yeah, I I think this is a big win for college football, and hopefully you do too. So let me know down in the comment section. You know, what do you feel about twelve team playoff? Are you happy with it? I've seen some people said they wish it went to eight. I don't agree with that. To me, the only people who could have a problem with twelve is if you wanted to go to sixteen. And trust me, I'd be right there with you. I'd be okay with 16, but I think 12 works right now. I, I'm, I'm good with, with 12 and how they set this up. Because I was a little bit worried when I heard they were going to 12 that they were going to somehow leave group of five out in terms of you know honoring them as conference champions, but the fact that they're throwing them in, I'm okay with that. Love it. So... So yeah, give me your thoughts on it. If you agree with the points I gave you on this episode, let me know. But um, yeah, so as a reminder, you know, look out for me, Sports Empire Network. I'll be on there Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. So go ahead, subscribe to their YouTube channel. 
subscribe i mean follow the youtube page and look out for me there tuesdays 7 p.m but um other than that hopefully you enjoyed the episode be safe out there god bless and i'll catch you in the next episode all right i'm out lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.